Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and today we are talking about the delicate balance between the busyness of life, sports, friends, and homeschooling. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler and making this possible. They're the math curriculum that helps more homeschoolers smile, and we encourage you to go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, if you or your spouse or kids enjoy movies and TV shows, check out one of our other podcasts, The Wonderful World of Disney Plus. On our latest episode, we review the timeless and family-friendly movie, Pete's Dragon. And you can listen on basically any podcasting app out there. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Ted Wilson. I am. I'm a little tired, so this might be a short show today. Uh, We just had senior night at uh, Maggie's uh, senior volleyball uh, game, match whatever you call it. And uh, they bring all the seniors out and they present them flowers and they say nice things about their parents, even though she didn't really say that much about me. So I'm obviously second class. Not a much to say, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And old what's his name. (laughs) So, and I also got my, uh, you didn't even ask about this, Ben. I got my new windshields for my RV. Oh, nice. That's right. I uh, forgot it was today. Awesome. That's they cool. All, they look great. I haven't broken and, them yet. Uh, I haven't broken them yet, but I asked them because our RV, and again, is amazing looking. And when I'm driving, I'm thinking, I'm never going to get rid of this. Um, but it's it's almost 30 years old. And, and the guy said, um, I said, so do you think that one side will crack again? And he goes, probably. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he goes, they just get out of whack and they start to little sag after a while and they're kind of prone to that and i'm like i know the feeling so uh, great but uh it looks really nice right now i'm kind of like driving on pins and needles um so we'll yeah. just see yeah you should but change it like right. the day before someone bought it <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, you gotta yeah you gotta kind of be honest about that yeah. when you're passing it along so that's true. Um, so uh, my wife and I are getting ready to go to Florida for a couple of days. Uh, we're leaving tomorrow. So it's kind of a spontaneous uh, last minute thing. Someone gifted us uh, a couple of days uh, to s- place to stay in Orlando. So we're excited about that. Hopefully we'll uh, just enjoy. I can tell my wife, Ben's mom, needs a little uh, time, <laughs> you know, just to not think about everything. She's a little panicky about Christmas already. She gave me an email uh, or a text maybe two or three days ago, and she said, I have to buy one present a day for the next 57 days. (laughs) (laughs) And and you could just tell, you could just feel the Christmas spirit in the whole thing. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Well, I feel like that kind of is a good transition into our topic. I mean, uh, I was just thinking about it because, you know, with volleyball and travel and uh, you know, uh, basketball and everything else that's going on in life, uh, it can just get super, super busy really, really quick. Uh, and obviously, you know, mom, mom is in need of a break. Uh, so, I mean, I, I thought that was, that was my suggestion of a topic and I'm sure you've been thinking about it, but, uh, what, what was your initial thought to that idea? Uh, my initial thought was what a great topic because I know lots of moms have trouble, um, fitting life into homeschooling when it should be kind of homeschool fits into life. Um, in fact, uh, yesterday, um, if you look around and I'm going to give you a little tour here, if you're watching this live stream, yeah, I seen this you'll yet. notice how clean everything looks in our barn. I know you may not think it looks clean, but believe me, 
It's amazing. Oh, wow. It's amazingly clean. So we moved some shelves around yesterday. It was a busy, uh, and this is where all this, everything we do happens here, all our books, all the things that you might buy, that we shrink wrap them over there. Um, and we needed to make some more space, not add more shelves, but maybe utilize some of our shelves a little better. And uh, Debbie told the boys that we were gonna move stuff instead of doing school. Um, and really, I would say we didn't do it instead of doing school, we did a different kind of school um, where we learn other things and you know just contribute and work real hard. And, and to me, that's the best kind of school. And even, you know, as, and I as I talk to moms, there are so many moms who have trouble doing this because they feel guilty, like somehow they're shortchanging their children if they let anything interrupt that 180 days of official school time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, uh, and I feel like the danger of getting the busy part of it is just how easily it just starts stacking up, you know? I mean, it can go from uh, just a couple things a week to literally nonstop, and it can just suck the joy out of everything, even if they are technically fun things in on their own uh, or good things, uh, it can really, uh, yeah, it can really just destroy the whole thing. And I mean, we feel it as well. And 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 I feel like the other danger is not just, you know, oh, it's, um, you know, you're just busy all the time, but it's the other things start to suffer like relationship or time with your spouse or, you know, just taking time to have fun. Um, and I know me and Rissa definitely struggle with that sometimes where if it's just like we have stuff every single day, every single night, uh, we start to feel kind of disconnected and, uh, whether it's homeschooling or anything else that's going to suffer because of that. Right, right, right. Well, I just think it too, just the overall feeling of what, what education is. Mm -hmm. Education is really, you're preparing your kids for life. Right. You're preparing them to be spouses one day. You're preparing them to be parents one day. And, and really your net, really the, the slim minority are being prepared to be mathematicians. Right. Uh, you know, there's just very few people who do that. Um, or, or pick another topic, you know, I mean, Ben's a history major, but there aren't many people who know much about civil war generals, you know? And you know, shock me that doesn't is, come up a lot, up a lot in my day job. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, and I, I, but all those other skills that we do all the time, and that uh, that we're training in so many other things. For example, um, I know uh, Ben just had a baby, and um, Sam and McKenna they just had a baby. Um, I know that lots of you moms listening have just had babies what a wonderful school lesson because the truth is most kids you know if you go to regular school you know there's a baby born and then you disappear for eight hours a day and you're gone or if you're playing a sport you add a couple more hours on that you've got some friends and so you're barely around when that happens uh but our kids all grew up with a baby being born and what a newborn is like. And really, I would say my kids, Ben and Sam and, uh, you know, Catherine, when she, it will be so much more natural. She'll be so much better prepared for having a baby around than I ever was. Cause I really wasn't around it. Even though I was the oldest of, 
uh, four kids, you know, I don't really remember the babies. I don't remember my mom doing all that because I was at school doing my thing. Um, and yeah. so I think uh, it's a great training time. And not just to say that's like, oh, that's, a, that's an excuse to kind of slough off. Um, really, that's, that's the important stuff. Yeah, then I mean, how do you do, like, what do you think then there, what the balance is between uh, all those extra things or even just the stuff that feels like it's not extra but important? Um, how do you pick and choose, do you think, or what do you decide to do and or cut out? Um, how do you make those decisions? Well, I mean, you're in that uh, right now, again, even. Uh, you know, I believe God made us smart enough to figure it out. And, and we can just, we can decide those things. We can say, you know, math is important at whatever level, um, or maybe math's not important at this time. Um, you know, uh, I asked the question over at Facebook today, you know, what do you do when your kid gets stuck? You know, uh, just, and, and whether it's in math and they either they're not getting it or they're just, it's emotionally overwhelming. And I, I thought the advice was so good. There were so many moms who said, you just walk away from it for a week or a month or for the rest of the year because they knew it wasn't worth fighting over that until they were ready. And I think, you know, same thing for same thing for homeschooling. Um, I never, ever, and I, I hear some of you moms say this, that it feels like you're just caving in. Uh, you know, oh, so we're just going to let our kids do whatever they want to do and we just won't ever do school. And I'm like, no, that's not true. You're picking what's more important. So when we have a, you know, a volleyball game and we can't get to school that day or we have co-op that day, we don't feel like we need to have extra school that day to get in what we missed in co-op. Co-op is school for the day. Um, whether we do academic things or not, it just is. Um, I know lots of homeschool curriculum, they build it into a four-day school week. You know, so you can have that extra day, not to do extracurricular activities, but just to do life. And that's a, that's a really good thing. And it's a good training place. So, you know, you decide. Um, and do so without the help of others. Because if you listen to others, you'll come out on the short end of the stick thinking you're not covering enough. Um, because it's amazing to me how many of those posts, those ladies start talking and you can hear the fear in everybody who's re reading it because they're like, wow, this mom just said, uh, you know, yes, they take off, they take off whatever co-op, but then they, they do a little extra on Saturday morning. And then, you know, the mom's reading it and thinking, wow. You know, maybe I, I need to do something extra too. Yeah. Now that's such a danger of of all of social media. And we know that. I was actually talking to someone. They, he said, actually, it was my boss. And he said, I don't necessarily know if I agree with him, but he thought that uh, social media someday may be the cigarettes of the previous generation, where it's like people still mm. do it, but they recognize how dangerous and deadly it is, you know. But uh, yeah. I, I don't necessarily know if they'll ever get labeled that way, but I could see it maybe doing that. But the other thing that I was thinking is, you know, that you mentioned the take a break if you're stuck. Uh, I feel like that's so applicable through all of life, but you know, and I feel like homeschooling, there's so many things that, 
uh, are similar in other areas of a life, but we just don't apply it the same way when it comes to homeschooling. You know, it feels like it's got to be totally different. Like, but I know there's been many times where, you know, I've got a problem or something, or maybe even a conversation with someone and it's just, you know, you're tired or you've tried it over and over to fix the problem, whether it's, you know, I've had it in cars, especially, and you just are like, I can't do it. I can't fix it. Mm -hmm. I can't figure it out. And you walk away for a couple hours or you go eat or you come back the next morning and you get it in like five to 10 minutes, you know, and you're like, man, all I needed was just a fresh mind, fresh, you know, mindset or just uh, rested or uh, just a little bit of distance. And I, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it works everything else in life for the most part, uh, but, mm. you know, it doesn't mean it just stops working in homeschooling. But right. Right. So, yeah. But I agree. No, that's good. <laughs> was there any other advice that people had uh, for that, or was that the main? <laughs> oh yeah, there were lots. Of, there were lots of comments. Um, you know, uh, I can pull it up here too. But the vast majority, they were they were really maybe not uh, laid back, but they would say break time. You know, rest, mm -hmm. regroup, and rethink. Um, uh, pray a lot. Um, ask dad's opinion. You know, sometimes take a break from the subject. The child might not be ready for the concept yet. Um, someone wrote about like in math, they, uh, uh, they were just saying, oh, it was Annette. I know who Annette is. Annette said something about, uh, here it is. We had issues with math, math this past spring. I just said enough. We'll pick it back up in the fall and we have, and it's progressing nicely now. It's okay to walk away and come back later. Algebra is, algebra one is eternal. It will always be there, <laughs> and she's right. You know, it's always going to be there to for your for your attention. And you know, really, even as we talk about um, uh, life interruptions, and they really should not be looked as as life interruptions. They just ju should just be looked at maybe as life directed school for that day. Um, you know, because the truth is, algebra one's always going to be around, but your newborn baby is not going to always be around. Um, you know, they're going to grow up and they're not going to be little babies anymore. Um, and this very short, precious time will be over. Um, and I, I think, you know, like she's saying, we should take advantage of that. But on that, so what about though, if, you know, those, those life things, which can be everything, a million different things does mm -hmm. start taking away, not just from school, but just from your your life of oh, like yeah. relationship and stuff is it do you think it's ever uh uh needed to yes. cut stuff yes. out you know like outside of you know your family or definitely things? definitely i think the you know the tenant of homeschooling is home um and i think sometimes we homeschoolers get so busy we're hardly ever home and i do think that is a danger um you know i would do things to push my family back home i know like even sometimes i'll hear uh, sing, uh, not single moms, moms and dads with one child. They'll say, they say things like, um, you know, I just feel like I need to get my daughter or my son out among others because, you know, they're just all alone with just us, you know, the mom and the child and me all day long. And how could that be good for them? My thinking is that's great for them because we want to even make those only children know that their, their unit is the family. And so when they grow up, they don't have to look for other people to fill that unit. That unit is their family. Their joy is their family. In fact, I think this is so such an interesting phrase. Um, you know, in uh, Proverbs, it talks about the adulteress 
constantly in those first, you know, half a dozen chapters, dozen chapters. But one of the things it says about the adulteress is that her feet do not remain at home. And I think it's interesting that she's characterized by always being gone. Um, and I just think that maybe we should be characterized by being, by homeschoolers, by being at home. So I do think there comes a time where it gets too busy. Um, you know, we were blessed, I feel, not to have sports in our life for those early, you know, Ben was, I think he did T-ball one season. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I think the season was only like three games. It was wonderful. <laughs> but now we're, we're we, you know, we've got older, our younger kids are involved in sports and I feel like it's all the time. I don't know how we could have done that um, when we had all little kids. Our, I mean, all, we had everybody at home. Things have changed, you know, and they have older brothers and sisters who are married and they, you know, they have kids and, and it is different. Um, but I'll tell you, those are precious times when you're all together at home doing your thing. So I definitely would make sure you have control over the, over those things. If you think, if you think you're too busy doing co-op, you know, limit your co-op. If you think you're too busy doing something, you know, sports, limit your sports. If you think you're too busy doing whatever, uh, limit that. Well, real quick, I have a question kind of building off that. But before we do, uh, again, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making The Smiling Homeschooler possible. Um, they're a big supporter of us, and we're a big supporter of what they do and their curriculum. Uh, we've worked with them for many years. We've used their curriculum for many years, and we've seen amazing results. And it's helped our family and literally thousands of other homeschoolers smile more during math, which can be a unsmiley time so if you're already this you know uh year struggling or just your kids aren't enjoying math then go over to teachingtextbooks.com they have a free trial uh they have a customer service that can answer your questions uh you can look at sample lessons and they have family plans so if you have a bunch of different kids and everything you may not have to go individually get every single one of them but uh so go check them out and uh, we appreciate their support uh, but what do you do and how do you handle that? The pressure of friends and, you know, kids wanting to do stuff because of, <laughs> well, my friends are, you know, in basketball or all that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I think can be tough. Um, and here's what I would do. Tonight, Don't give caved, them friends. <laughs> Don't give them friends. Um, you know, and, and really we, d when all eight of our children were in our home and they were, you know, all part of everything. Um, our, our kids had few friends except the ones in their home. Um, and so they didn't feel a lot of that pressure. Um, you know, even our lifestyle traveling around a lot, um, we were not part of, you know, church youth programs where the kids were always constantly pulling our kids out. Come on, let's go do this. Let's go do this. Now that we, again, we've, we've traveled different than we used to we're feeling that pressure again. And my, my younger kids do have a lot of friends, but I'll tell you what, um, and maybe this is not answering the question, but going back to that thing about, I want my family to be that unit. My kids are all best friends. I mean, I don't know, at least twice, maybe this week or weekend, um, Ben played spike ball with his younger brothers and his middle brothers and his, all those brothers. He wasn't very good at it, no, but crushed but, him is what we did. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's reliving it in his right. head right now. Final um, point, man. But I just, great. as a father, that is the biggest joy to me. Um, and I think, you know, not again, not limiting, but making 
the focus of of your friends within that home of yours. Yeah. Um, and and sometimes you know we still they'll say hey uh, the friends will say hey can we can you be a part of this youth event and we're like you know you've been gone a lot no um and again ben will say you let them do everything i mean we we let cal and jed be in an all-night lego event where they start building at 11 o'clock in the morning and they finish at five o'clock in the morning at someone else's house i know know, i don't know you know that's why i believe my parents didn't replace pay aliens but the uh (laughs) no i mean and obviously people disagree on this. I don't think a lot of people don't do this and maybe are already very in deep with friends and stuff, which is great. I mean, I think friends are valuable. I have a ton of friends now and I'm so thankful. And I, I, I mean, my wife always teased me that I had no friends growing up, but I didn't feel that way. Um, you know, we traveled a lot, had great friends that also traveled. You know, we had our church friends that we saw, you know, during church. Generally, we, we had a family church, so we were usually home or not home. We usually hung out with them for a couple hours after church every day, you know, week and played, you know, pick up football and stuff like that. But man, like, <laughs> you know, they say money is the root of all evil. I would say friends, man, are almost the root of all evil. Not truly, not good friends <laughs> aren't. Good friends are an incredible blessing. But I mean, I am so thankful that I had friends that were building me up and really good during that era mm-hmm. age. Cause I mean, you know, it scares me to death just seeing how many of my, not necessarily my generation. Well, yeah, my generation included, but the slightly younger ones as well that around me that I'm seeing just falling away. And almost every single one of them has a group that has not led them in a good direction. And it's almost always because of influence of other people. It's very rare that they just in a vacuum or in their family unit or whatever did that. Yeah. Do you think that's a a, a fairly new thing? I mean, no, because I when you uh, like I mean, when you read that Little House on the Prairie, I mean, really, not that everybody lived way away from everybody, but there there wasn't that constant, you know, barrage of you were just playing all the time, and it feels some sometimes like it feels a little bit like that where kids are just you know surrounded by friends all the time. It used to be you know Laura they would. So every six months going to town yeah. and they'd see Mr. Olson and Nellie. And, and now it just feels like, especially the school setting, you know, you, you walk in through that, you get on the bus, you're surrounded by kids. You go in the door, you're surrounded by kids, you know, your own age. And uh, even remember Absalom uh, talks about how he surrounded himself with his peers. Um, and really they led him down a direction that other, that he didn't want to mm-hmm. go really that led to his destruction because I, I mean think. They're, i mean your age group is are basically fools i mean no one i mean looking <laughs> right. at cal and his friends i mean they're all idiots basically you know i mean <laughs> no offense to them they're all nice you know, for the most part nice kids but they're I just nice mean, idiots yeah but i just mean like they don't know and they aren't wise enough to lead themselves and you know and if you have one kid that's a strong personality and uh, leads the wrong direction, almost all of them will just give in and, and do it. You know, I'm not saying Cal right. would per se, but I just mean it's, I see it so much. And even around me when I was growing up, so just be, uh, and again, most parents I think hopefully are, but just being so mindful of, of <laughs> that. And, and if you can build that family friendship, 
I mean, almost every family I see that, you know, are my own and those around me that I would like my family, my kids growing, you know, as I uh, teach or parent them as they grow up, I want them to model after. Almost all of them had a super strong family unit. Um, and not in a way that's an unsocialized, whatever people always talk about that stuff. But if but socialized what, means looting. People will say that about you. Yeah. People will say that about you if you they'll say, oh, it's just, you know, us for no more. You know, they just they just hold to themselves. I would just fight against that. And, you know, just drag your heels a little bit. Not that your kids can't have friends, but don't go hog wild. You know, just, just resist a little bit. And it's okay to say, no, not tonight, because we're doing some family things, or we're all gonna get a, our Christmas tree, or we're all gonna go do this, or we're just gonna hang out tonight and do nothing. But you're going to be here, not there. Yeah. And I wouldn't worry too much if they complain or they make it seem like it's not as fun. And you're like, oh, no, that, you know, if they're not enjoying it all the time, because they won't. If, if this is something new for you, if it isn't already getting great. Um, but again, friends are awesome. But uh, I uh, I am very thankful for the way I was raised in, and I didn't require 24-7 friends. Uh, but yeah. people do it differently. And my wife was not that way. And, you know, and. There's and she's pros pretty and cons. normal. Eh, yeah, I mean, you know, no, I'm <laughs> very much so. So she's amazing. But, um, but yeah, well, I think that's uh, a good stopping point. Maybe wrap it okay, up. Okay, so mom, you know, uh, how about just this? That um, you would look at life as just part of school. That it's not something that is an interruption to your school. It's just just ebb and flow with it. You know, if you're if you got sickness in your house right now you know, recover. Don't worry about fitting all these things in. If you've got a child who's stuck, you know, in one of those subjects, maybe take a little break and just play some games. Um, and, you know, ebb and flow with that. If you've got a baby, enjoy that baby. If you've got a sick parent, take care of that sick parent and let your kids be a part of that. If you've got to clean a barn like we did or clean something, do that at school and don't feel bad about that. And then just keep enjoying your family as a family. Uh, you know, fight for your family so they would continue to be at that unit and then work at being at home because home's the best place at uh, about homeschooling. Um, and you know, all those things, they should make you smile. Thanks for listening and being a part of the Smiling Homeschooler. We appreciate all of our listeners and hope you are encouraged this week. If you ever have a question or comment, feel free to message us over on Facebook. Also, again, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making this all possible. And you should go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week. And as always, keep smiling.